Yeah, hey means hello. Yeah, and in, 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 it's a movie line. <laughs> it's a movie line. Okay, so to my right is Rafa Hernandez Brito. Always Brito. Right, On my left is Angelica Angel Gray. Gray. Angelica. Angelica Gris. And, and, and Gris. Yeah. 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 very beautiful. Angel, welcome to the welcome to Wine Radio. You. You're the first. Are you the first two-time guest? Oh, th- really? You are. Oh, you yes. know what? You guys are special. Yeah. You're you special. That's awesome. why we're having you on. And just before we got on the air, uh, I'll just be quick. Uh, we the Cavaliers just beat Portland. Mm-hmm. Heck of a nice win. Uh, five out of seven. Now I think it is. Yep. And we were talking about the pre- uh, post-game press conference, and I was talking about how Angel Gray is so excellent and asking oh, cool. questions. Stop she is cool, composed, and she just asks solid questions. They're very calm and they're very concise and when i ask a question rafa it's like as i was saying it's like an idea starts in my head and falls down the stairs like and comes slinky, out my mouth like a slinky that <laughs> no 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 not like a slinky like a drunk person like a drunk falling down the stairs and it comes out my mouth like at the, at the it's like somebody falling down the exorcist steps <laughs> I, I Can we down stop him from talking this way? Because first of all, <laughs> literally when I started this job, you were one of the the people where I was like, "Wow, I want to be better." Oh like my him. god! No, I'm not even kidding. I am not going to BS you. I literally study some of the greatest people that ask questions. Even though you're talking about falling down the stairs, which is kind of funny mentally. So when you ask again, I'm going to be like, is he falling down the steps? I'm going to look at you no, like I'm that. No, I'm going to be thinking about <laughs> is that. He, is he falling down the steps? But it's just literally like you look at it from a different perspective. I can talk about the game and what's on the stat sheet and, you know, what might have been going on through a huddle. But you literally take us in a different aspect of the plus minus even for tonight with Ricky Rubio. Well, thank you. Like that's impressive. It's pretty amazing though, isn't it? And, and no one else brought it up. And that's the – toughest thing like for me i get to go first most times yeah but when someone else third fourth like that, or fifth you know, i've never been asked to go first well you never show up really what are you talking about <laughs> you're not really i've that. been at you every know what? conference because no, you're too busy trying i don't do to... post game <laughs> but oh. i've been at every pregame. well how many questions do you ask i, I, I ask questions you, you, you ask, ask one how many questions yeah. do you ask i ask questions that's how much atten- that's how, how much attention how, how you pay. Often? That's how much attention you pay <laughs> when to like when no when you're not the one talking. So the question tonight, the question I asked, just to wrap up uh, the game, 
Ricky Rubio had and, zero points, yes. zero field goals, and led the team in, with I, a plus-minus of 11. Can I share what I said on the air? Because mm-hmm. somebody from Spain texted me about mm-hmm. what a bad game Ricky Rubio was having. Oh, wow. And I said, you know, Ricky Rubio is the type of guy that does things that don't show on exactly. the score sheet. And even if you look all the way down, you look at the plus or minus column. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I, this is what I said, and I don't know if I'm right, but I think I am. I said, if you tell J.B. Bickerstaff that from now until the end of the season, he's going to get 31 minutes from Ricky Rubio with zero points, seven assists, and a plus 11, he'll ask you where to sign. <laughs> right. Let me tell I'll you something. It. Anybody, I wish this was on video because you have to be right with this turtleneck and this little half zip. Yeah, well, you look very <laughs> studious. You, you look right. <laughs> but here's the thing. To your point, um, I just remember during Memphis and – the moments from Ricky Rubio that won't show up in that stat sheet. And there was a botch play. Fouls we took. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, exactly. Those yeah. were momentum shifters, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, it's already tough getting to the basket, but when you have another player where it's tough to get around them, around the perimeter, and they're shorthanded, mind you, defensive players, but he actually took that team in his first year. And I remember seeing – Everyone looking around like, who, where were we supposed to be? And he gathered everyone around each other, and he looked everyone in the eye and just communicated what they needed to do. And I was like, wow, that, that's what leadership, that's what a, a true vet should he look has, like. He yeah. has signs that nobody else uses, but everybody understands when he's running, <laughs> <laughs> when he's running the offense. Which one was that? You know, he, he, watch it. He always goes like this, and he'll be like this. Yeah. Right. He'll, like, wrist, like, his wrist with a fist, and it. But everybody understands. And then the right. proof the proof that JB needs him uh, or JB trusts mm-hmm. in him is that the victory against Portland, we ended it up with three guards on the two bigs. Right? I mean, it was a night where he where he had to throw in pieces in there to try what combination was going to work. Right. And the bench was doing the job at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you know, I'm happy for Dylan Windler. Oh, yeah, Me too. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I mean – Nobody has been more snake bit than that kid since right. he's come up. So I mean, I'm very happy for him. Yeah. But even Dean Wolf, man, he had he had a quiet <laughs> game, but he put in 23 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where else was he going to get 23 minutes off the bench and and just be fine with it? Everybody is contributing now. I think that's one of the best things about this team. You look at the box score now. It used to be, you know, I mean, really it used to be so Colin heavy, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing, you know, uh, a nice even scoring. Good assist numbers. Another word that we heard a lot, we've heard a lot, is confidence. Mm. These guys are feeling like they can win. And I asked Jared Allen this, and I fell down the stairs on this question. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but last year, let me ask we both of you. Going out let me ask both down. Uh, falling down. Yeah, yeah, just wow. a, a laying at the bottom. Is it a slip? Is it a slip, or yeah. is it like no? A it's tumble. Well, it, no, it's like, like tumble. It's it, it, like okay. a tumble, like a drunk person kind of oh. you lose one steps and then kind of you know, head, head first, and then look and then the, and then the question comes out like a look at the bright side. You can actually get a sponsorship for I'm falling and I can't get up. I need a little life alert. Like press it when and then angel. Yeah, what, when I'm stumbling through my question, I'll just press that and Angel can finish for me. <laughs> I don't understand. That is so funny. Half the time I'm like, oh, gosh, don't mess this up. But I guess the, the way I sit You're makes good. it look You're cool. You're so good. You're so good. Con- <laughs> the word, But the word I ask about, mm-hmm. Jared, confidence. And let me just ask both you guys. Last year, does that does do the Cavaliers lose that game? Oh, yeah. I, keep, mm-hmm. I have said it all along this season when we, we actually in Denver mm-hmm. – and in, in L.A., we actually 
sustain the punches, combinations that they were throwing with the fans in the stands. Mm -hmm. And I said to JB, I said, last year's team does not come back down 14 or does not hold the lead the way these guys have been fighting. And, and, right. and, and it, is, it is what it is. I mean, they finally, the first two losses of the season, it was more of things that they weren't communicating well, things that you knew they were trying to put into place. Chemistry. Chemistry, Building learning chemistry. how to play. But even tonight, tonight you saw guys on the, on the floor that haven't played together, not even in practice. Yeah. <laughs> And, and they play like they've been to – I mean, that's how close this team is. Because, too, I think they see how they're putting in the work when nobody else is watching. And so you can have the confidence in them to pass the ball because you know what they can do. But also they understand what they can do. Dylan Windler is a great example of that. Of course it's tough when we see the injuries that he's had to sustain or, you know, go endure. But each person is telling him, we need you to shoot. You lose Larry Markkinen, we need you to stretch the floor for us. If he doesn't do that – then Portland can stay in that zone, and then what's the game look like then? Mm -hmm. They have so much balance and trust in one another. We're seeing an actual team. You mentioned something earlier. You said this it's it's more team-driven. It's not just one superstar, two, mm -hmm. two players that have to be heavy or ball-dominant. It's a we-over-me mentality. Yeah. And I remember my coach telling me that in college. It can't be about you. And how does your play make everybody else very important on the on the floor as well? And so just seeing that, even the plus minus, that was something that was just coming into the game when I was playing. But you realize, like, what what's my what are my minutes look like for the rest of the team? Am I making them better? And if you're not, someone's gonna call you out on it. I think that's the cool thing about this team. Yeah. The, there's no egos. Yeah. You I'm know, glad. our third pick, Evan Mobley, has no ego. Yeah. He just yes. wants to go out there, fight, work hard. And when you have players that are sponges and want to learn like that, of course it's gonna look and really they're making, cool. And they're making out. Evan Mobley pay his dues as a rookie sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, some heavy minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I, yeah. I know I have to be good on the air, so I have to, like, explain to the, f to the audience what I think I'm seeing. <laughs> so I have to leave it as he's paying the toll to be, in the f to be on the floor, to yeah. be in the league. But so How do you describe it, though? Like, what are you seeing from him at this point? No, I'm saying that he, sometimes he, he gets fouled and doesn't get, doesn't get the call right. because – and he's, he's also coming in in a year where they're allowing more fouls that might yeah. have been called last year. So the game has changed a little bit more, too. True. Yeah. Very and good so point. it's different. That's a, good point. That's a good point. What do you think of the game? I like it way better. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I wish they would just allow one or two punches here and there. You know? <laughs> then it would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still – like tonight it was, a, it was a couple of occasions where, like, I knew – and I said it on my broadcast – I knew we were going to pay for it because – at the end of the first quarter, we had no fouls, and Portland had six. So I knew they were going to have to, like, even, even, the, yeah. even the, the, the column. And, and like I always say, my grandmother used to say that any referee that corrects, that makes up a call, is run twice, you know? Because they, when, they, when they make a mistake on this side, they try to make it up on this end, they, they make a mistake twice. So I, I thought they were trying at the, in the second half to kind of even up the, the, the board over there. But I like, I like what I saw, and I, I apologize for Coach uh, John Blair, Pickerstaff. They introduced him as that the other day on the on on the road. By the way, what in Charlotte? The head coach of the Cavaliers, John Blair, Pickerstaff. I mean, it's his name. Yeah, I know, but, but it's the that's like saying. And here's well, your sideline, Angelique Gray. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not me. But he pulled that. He pulled that. <laughs> is that because tonight. He, is that because he was in uh, Charlotte? Yeah, I guess. Well, but because they know him there, and I mean, his dad was. Do they? They're well, just his super dad, formal. I don't know. Well, his dad was the coach there. I have with never. The Bobcats. I have never seen him. Heard him. 
being I, I blame Jordan. I know, didn't it's they, Jordan's fault. <laughs> but did, I, didn't they screw up Lowry's name? And didn't they say Larry Phoenix, Drew? Larry no, Drew, yes, in, no, for in, Clippers. In the the Clippers said – wrong or is Larry Drew on oh, the, and the Clippers, Clippers staff. staff? Yeah, the Clippers said uh, Larry <laughs> Drew is the head coach. <laughs> what the cost? Larry Drew's on in the Clippers Phoenix, staff. In Phoenix, they introduced Lowry Markkanen as Lauren Markkanen. <laughs> And he played his college ball in Arizona. Jeez. Right. Right? And then yesterday they <laughs> said John Blair. But I was going to say, I like that JB pulled that Popovich tonight at the beginning I, I of the game. I love that. The, the 55 second timeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the three, three threes, I think they hit right off the bat. Uh -huh. It was 6 0. Yeah. And they, they hit, and then he called that timeout uh -huh. like right away. I, yeah. I, no, I like that. There, you know, a lot of thing as far as the chemistry. They're all young, and I mm -hmm. think that you know th that's bad in a lot of ways. I mean, inexperience, but you have the, the veteran leaders to keep them together. But they seem like a group now. Mm -hmm. That's what you know how they're bar like they're barking in the locker room now. Right. You didn't have that last year. I mean, we've been in the locker rooms before. They they there wasn't this kind of chemistry and camaraderie. These guys now are feeding off each other because it's our team. It's not that's what somebody else. Do somebody's you feel that? Team. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Sure. That they feel now they've taken ownership. This is our team now. I, I don't want to say that it's uh you know, I mean, hey, I love that we won the championship in 2016, but mm -hmm. I think there was still some residue of that. And I think the guys now think this is now our team. We're moving forward. We're the we're the new Cavs now. And they have an opportunity to build a culture. Yeah. I, that's what I think. Exactly. I think they feel Nothing like this to do is ours. with the 2016 right. championship. That's what I mean. Right. I, I think they're thinking now. And what they're doing, everybody I talk to, they're like, man, the Cavs are really fun to watch. Yep. Right. They're, they're yes. fun to call, too. I mean, it's like even when, even the games that we have lost, we have been in every game this Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Yeah. Going back to what you said, too, just you mentioned, do they win this game last year, mm -hmm. right? Kevin Love mentioned something even in what they learned on the road in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Coming off of a back to to back with the Lakers, of course, that's tough for this team. But there were runs that they never responded to. And he said, we allowed them to happen. We have to muck up the game in a sense. We have to find ways to take a foul, to, to get each other involved, to, yeah. to do something different. And I saw that even in Charlotte. So the, the quickness yeah. in responding from this team is blowing my mind at this point so just to even see that like you said they're building the culture I was uh pulling up this tweet because I just got to talk to Darius Garland after the game and I was going back to Twitter with the fans and someone tweeted I love this team they fight so hard and I told him that I said what are you showing these fans right now that you may not have showed in previous years and also what are you showing this league and he said you aren't coming into Cleveland and running us over anymore that's done and when you hear that, like, I'm like, yeah. yes, you want to run <laughs> yeah. through a brick wall, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like that type of culture, just like we're not this team that everyone's like, oh, they're re they're rebuilding. It's going to take some time. Yeah. I think it's taking time, of course, because they haven't been to the playoffs yet. They don't know what that tastes like. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is like they're willing to do whatever it takes to get there. And I like that about that. And the other thing is, I don't know if it has to do with the fact that we have been so far away from the team right. since March 2020. But the things you hear, like, you know, and th in this league, nobody feels bad for you or feels right. sorry for you that you're coming off a back-to-back -back mm -hmm. or that you, uh, you th your third game in four nights, which is the case for the last two opponents that we had. Mm -hmm. And what happened to those two is what happened to us in Phoenix. Mm. 
that you have to take advantage of the schedule. Yeah. And JB makes sure to tell them that this morning. This guy have lost two in a row. This is the third game in four nights. They're going to want to win it, but they also, we got to take advantage. I mean, in Charlotte, Gordon Hayward looked like he was gassed. I mean, he started mm -hmm. the game with a half tank. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's what you have to take advantage of. And we'll be in that situation soon. And the we NBA doesn't care. Don't, That's don't what he says. No one cares no. if you're coming off a back-to-back, -back, if you lost or four or five players. that you have out of your main rotation. Right. Like it doesn't matter. Out. you got to show up. So and that's what the, they did. Those are the things that they take that builds. Yeah. You know, we talk so much about growth and building and, 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 and chemistry and all that. that. A win like tonight where they really had to scrap it and, and, and figure it out a way to, to win it. And, and f at, at a lot of points, like in the second half, it felt like we were they were playing so much better than us, and then you look at the stats, and we still were shooting sixty percent. Yeah, we, they, you know, they 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 stayed in the game because of the turnovers that we made in the third quarter. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and a ton. Normally, you that's the you, only you have nineteen mm -hmm. turnovers, I think, yeah. for thirty-one points. That's maybe? the only reason the game was you lose close that game. Yeah, because yeah. we went from having only three turnovers in the first half to having like ten, I think, in the third quarter, and right. that's, that's how mm -hmm. Portland stayed in the game. Mm -hmm. Other than that, and again. The good thing is those are things that we can correct. Those are things that we're doing to ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that, that, that are going to get better eventually. But uh, I, I don't think anybody can complain about what, what, what the effort had, what, was put on tonight. No, I think uh, they just they were tired of getting – I think this team is was tired of getting beat, tired of right. getting picked on. Mm -hmm. And like with that Darius quote, that's perfect. And that I think he's just said, hey, enough. Mm -hmm. Enough where you think you're going to come into Cleveland. You know, mm -hmm. Like I've, I've told you on the show before, all I want – Look, I want to win like everyone does. I just want when teams come into Cleveland, they know it's not going to be an easy night at the office. Yeah. Right. That it's going to be the a fans fight. Were great, too. And the and fans were great. And the, the, the fans are feeding off it. I mean, really, there's there's an energy now that I that hasn't been here in several years. And I mentioned it the last show in that, especially when you guys are out west. Uh, back in 1988, Angel, you probably maybe. I was were, born. Don't talk okay. now. All right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 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 1988, she Magic Johnson. I might have been in a little, She was a little baby oh, angel. <laughs> Angel Angelita. was probably like nine and a half pound baby angel. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, is, well. an, is Angelita? Is that Angelita, a little angel? Yeah, oh. Angelita. Oh, Angelita. I, I have no idea what my name is with Rafa anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I just I don't understand. But if I see it on a card from here on out, I know that Rafa. <laughs> I did. wrote in her card the other day, Angelica Grease, and she's like, I was wondering who, who wrote this. Like, who else, who else would write that? <laughs> well, first off, Rafa takes pictures from eight years away from the floor, mind you. Like he's in the rafters, beyond the rafters. And so I'm like, he's not going to come down here and, like, write this. But, of course, uh, mind you, too. You don't know Rafa. Ra oh, no. I'm learning he will Rafa. Go, he will go any lengths for for a pregame prank of any kind. He's out of control. <laughs> I, he's actually getting out of control. He literally threw a piece of paper at one point. I was like, did something fall off of the chair? Like, what happened? I wanted to do and it while you were on the air. He threw another piece of paper, and I was like, Rafa, what are we doing? <laughs> he, he, pulled, he pulled me in Houston. He pulled me out of the press room to, so I could go meet. There was the, 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 the seven <laughs> foot, the seven foot Chinese, Chinese guy, guy from yeah. Houston. Yo Chi. The way you pronounce his name is Jo Chi. Oh. And Rafa wanted Jo Chi to meet Jo G. Exactly. My, so my, my he brought me out, and uh, yeah, so he brought me out of the locker room just to meet. <laughs> that's Rafa. Jo G. That's Rafa. I that's, mean, that's, this uh, is the same guy that whenever we go to what is it OKC, we take pictures with. Uh, Penguin mannequins. So yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think at this well, point, or well, he puts it in front of your door, and you wake up and you're about yeah, to lose your mind. Team. So oh, well, look one at that. You, you were <laughs> right. And one day we'll tell the <laughs> the uh, Detroit Pistons story. Oh yeah, I don't want to give it away, but uh, 
we, we that we'll, was a good one. We'll save what, that. What, 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 what? What? Should we save that one or should we? Do I have to listen to more Riding Good Radio? Well, actually, it makes sense because it has a, it has to do with Atlanta. Atlanta, exactly. Oh boy. Okay, should I say it? Should yeah. I tell the story in case? Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and cuss and we'll and we'll. Blank oh, how many do we get? <laughs> okay, so so here's the quick story. Uh, we're we're in the 2016 playoffs. Yeah. The year no, we no, won. 20 was the year they, the year, year we won. won the year we won. Yeah, because we swept them here. <laughs> yes, and we're playing Atlanta, and the way. We are seated uh, where because I Because of the playoff, the, the, the spot for the visit in English gets taken by the national TV camera. Mm -hmm. They add a camera. So the visit in English radio goes and sits next to Joe G and, 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 and Flacco. In the Joe Tate perch, as they call in it. In the Rafa perch. Uh, in the Rafa perch, as it's now called. Being and radio, radios, the rate down below us is, is English radio, Cavs radio, and up above for those who don't know, up ab up above me, over my left shoulder, is, is Rafa. No, is Rafa, right? No, uh, not at home. At home I get a... There's I three rows. The front row is pretty much uh, Cavs Radio. Second row is PR, me and PR, and then visiting radio in the playoffs, and then up above me is Rafa. So 2016 playoffs, and we're up 2 nothing. Uh, I think the play, the game before was where Delhi dove, Delhi dove, dove for a loose ball and injured Cal Corver. Rolled Cal Corbin. Oh, oh, right. I remember this. Right. So he hurt Cal Corbin. Cal Corbin, yeah. Which is the only hope that they had. <laughs> right. To no, do something. That. Yeah, he well, was. yeah. He was so that. Anyway, and well, he was no, you no, probably Al hit Horford. You probably Al hit Horford. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. It was Cal Corbin and Horford's sister, the only hope that oh, Atlanta stop. had to do something with, against the Cavs. <laughs> so anyway, so Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta comes here. They're down 2 nothing. And their play-by-play -play guy, who's probably a great guy, I'm sure he is. But he, he said, but he, he, he Bob Rathman? Uh, no, oh. Steve. Steve Holman. Steve Holman. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So he comes in and he said, okay, so he's sitting right next to me. Very nice guy. We, I introduce myself. Hey, Joe Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and right away he leads off with, "Boy, that Delhi's a dirty player." Oh no. And like so, right away, I, he, he called him Tanya Harding. Uh, he did later on in the game yeah. in, in within the call, but he said that right away. The first thing he says to me, oh, Delhi's a dirty player. So right away he gets my Irish up mm -hmm. because it's like, don't come into my arena and right. insult my, my players, people. right? Protecting I mean, the land. Protecting the land. I like it. We're in a playoff. So now I said, well, he said, no, he is. I said, well, let's agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. So throughout the game, I'm sitting next to him and he's kind of angry about LeBron James getting calls and he's mm -hmm. kind of griping about Delhi. <laughs> Anyway, Delhi has a, uh, has the one play where he kind of collides with Al Horford and they, kind of they well and well. they <laughs> and I think they scrap and I think Al Horford Horford got, threw an elbow and he got and ejected. he got ejected. Well, this set Steve Holman off and he starts and then he, he kind of the rest of the game he and I kind of are kind of jousting and then Delhi has another play and he starts tapping me on the forearm real like <laughs> as if to look look like it, I look, told you right what and is I happening? and I Did lost. Did he know you were the Cavs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he was facing me with the microphone that I'm talking into right now, but looking right at me, and we're inches apart. <laughs> when I said, hey, man, <laughs> you. <laughs> and it went right through his microphone and right out to Atlanta and everywhere else. And he just exploded. Sha Jeff Schaefer, the PR guy who sits next to me, got up and got between us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's a brawl. So they split us up, and the whole rest of the game. So... I talked to my boss. I talked to Dave Dombrowski, Ted Carper, and they say, you know, you got to – first of all, I'm worried that we're going to win the title and I'm going to get fired <laughs> four games before right. we win it, you know. So <laughs> so I 
Tad Carper and Dave Dabrowski say, hey, man, you got to go apologize to this guy. you got to go apologize to him. Okay, so I did the next game. He accepted it. Uh, the sting got taken off because we swept the Hawks. And oh, yeah, I remember that, after too. After they won 60 games and, yeah, all, their it was their best. and all their starters went to the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. It was so, their best year. Okay, so this is 2016. So the it's next year, year we, won it. we win the championship. The next year, first round of the playoffs, we sit down, same setup, oh, where no. visiting radio comes and sits next to me. And the first round matchup is the Detroit Pistons. So their color guy who sits next to me is Rick Mahorn. The mound. And Rick Mahorn is just, I mean, he was huge (laughs) then, but he's a house now, man. He is just massive. (laughs) And he's great. And every time he comes in, he's always laughing and goofing with the guys. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Mm -hmm. You know, this is going to be good, man. I'm going to get off to a good start. There won't be any beefs this year. I'm going to sit down. (laughs) So I sit down next to Rick Mahorn 10 minutes before tip-off. And I tap him and I extend my hand. Hey, Rick, I'm Joe. And he looks at me. Like, who is this jerk? Like, I'm on the air. I mean, he we he's he's got his headphones on. He's, he's mouthing words like, what, "What's with this guy?" Like, what? And 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 not yeah. only making a jerk of me while leaving me hanging with my hand there, he's looking around he, he at all looks, the sections. He looked at me. He looks at Schaefer. He looks over at John Michael. Like, who's this idiot? Yeah. And. He's and he looks back. He looks over at Rafa. He looks over at Rafa like, what the, what's with this guy? He pointed he's at pointing you. He's pointing at me like, <laughs> what's with this idiot? I'm sitting there like, what the what hell just ha- what happened? Mm-hmm. I I'm just trying to be nice here. So uh, you know, but what am I, I can't say nothing to Rick Mahorn. So I just kind of fold my arms, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole first quarter goes by, and I'm not talking, and no one's talking to me. So I'm just sitting there steaming like, this guy just made a jerk out of me. Yeah, uh, really a bit, ba- but mm-hmm. I can't. There's nothing I can do. I'm sitting there just steaming the whole first quarter, not saying anything, not saying anything. But I'm like, okay, you, you got to protect your manhood, so you got to oh say something. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the you, nuke. Right, the you got to say emerges. something. So <laughs> the quarter ends, and, I, and <laughs> I, I'm building my courage up. And I'm oh. like, okay. And the quarter ends, and I tap Rip Mahorn on the forearm like Steve Holman did me. I tap him on the forearm, and I'm like, hey, man, as I said it. And he takes his headphones off very, very quietly, and he goes, Hey man, your Spanish radio broadcaster told me you got a bad temper and a. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> you know, you can't trust anybody. I'm telling you, <laughs> it'd be your own people. And I look back over my shoulder, and Rob was laughing. <laughs> He's the worst. And I tell you, Rick oh Rick God, Mahorn yeah. played it as straight as you could play it, man. He, was great, he played though. it so straight. He just took it. He just said. I heard you got a bad temper. <laughs> oh my gosh! And Ralph is eating it up. He was, he that was, is hilarious. He came in early, and I said, do, "Do me a favor, when the dude that sits next to you come in, just just <laughs> with him. Just don't." You're out of control. He tried to talk to you. Just, <laughs> <laughs> See, and, and you would have been fired because that would have oh been God. one too many uh, <laughs> right dust ups. <laughs> right, they just said. Well, do we no. have to put Joe in like the basement or something for games? <laughs> where, where, we, where can we hide him where he doesn't embarrass the franchise? Uh, he's the best. Awesome. He's the best. The he was, best and, the and the rest guy. of the series, we got along great. I mean, he that's was awesome. he was so great. So, uh, anyway, so that's uh, awesome. But Rafa, my goodness. So the point is, Rafa will go to any length. <laughs> I see. I appreciate any, that scouting right. report. Yes. So when Thank it happens you. to you, you'll know that. 
He'll go to the ends of the earth. I was telling her, you, I, it was you that I started changing the name to, to <laughs> Mo Gabriel. Yes. Everywhere we went in the arena. I, I went. We went to uh, Golden State one time, and they put oh. my name as Mo Gabriel. <laughs> so every arena we went to. And I went to the. How do you have control over that? I went to the PR people and said, "Can you make me a sticker that says Mo Gabriel <laughs> instead of Joe Gray?" So make it official. I didn't. I started writing over it, but it just it was me. Yeah. So every arena we go. Every to arena it. I went to, I would go There'd to, the, Mo to the printing room, and they would make me a label that says Mo Gabriel. With like the, with like the, it's uh, because he takes the early bus. I'm gonna start. <laughs> Telling them, don't keep, don't let <laughs> right. him get on the early bus anymore. He has too much time on his hands. Right. He needs to get on the bus right. with us, so he doesn't have this he, roaming possibility. He, he goes there looking for trouble. <laughs> He's just uh, out of control. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take a little quick break and compose ourselves, <laughs> and <laughs> we'll come back and let's talk some Angel Gray. We got to talk Angel Gray. Oh, let, let's get the, no no, <laughs> no the fascinating Angel Gray. So we'll be right back on Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold. Actually, because oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, wine and go radio. Because Angel is here, we'll do the polka wine and go radio. Why would we do the what polka for Angel? What was that? <laughs> we'll be right back. Take that out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Campy Russell, and I never, never, never listen to wine and go radio because I'm from Michigan. There's more of this, folks. This is a garbage spectacular. After this. On Wine and Gold Radio. Cleveland! We want you to join our team in preparation for the return of an exciting full slate of events that include the Cavaliers and Monster Seats, as well as star-studded concerts and shows. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse is hiring part-time positions in the areas of guest services, retail, and more with a $250 sign-on bonus 90 days after their start date. Employees must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 no later than six weeks after hiring. Be a part of our team. Visit Cavs.com slash jobs. Everybody's voting for the friendly voice. Radio, the people's choice. Music, weather, sports, and news. It's radio. The people choose. Everybody swinging to the swinging voice of radio. The people's choice. Big fry, small fry, gone to dawn. It's radio that turns them on. Swinging, singing. Hi, this is Tim Elford. I listen to a lot of different things, but I never listen to Wine and Gold Radio. Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. I like that. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Wine and Gold Radio. I'm joined by Rafa Hernandez Brito, my co-host. Coolest name ever. And it is kind of a cool name, Brito. but it's not as cool as Angel Grey. Yeah. 
That's that's a pretty cool name. Do do other what are your what are your brothers sisters' names? Do they have cool names too? Joshua Zanetta. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Zanetta is cool. Yes. Why do you why do you have like Spanish names turned into? Well, mine is somewhat French because it's Angelique. Yeah, but they got it. I don't know. My mom was trying to be too. She was doing too much. You know what? We have to congratulate Angel Gray. Why is that? Oh, yeah, that's why. The Yankees were not in the playoffs, so the Braves actually oh, got a chance to win That it. was beautiful. I loved watching Don't the Braves. That. And also, Angel Gray, I found out, is this is why she fits in <laughs> so well in Cleveland. Angel, tell people how your watching habits of the Atlanta Braves. Well, first off, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I really, it doesn't that's feel awesome. real right now. Um, I'll be very transparent, and I'm not even sure how I woke up without a hangover. Uh, <laughs> just partying with my uh family and friends on FaceTime. But I, this whole series, I found out that if I watch, we lose. So my sister <laughs> said, you know what? As ATLians, we can't get too invested. We have to back up. We just, we just gotta let them do their thing. And then we jump on and we're like, we did it. So I was like, you know what? I love this team though. I want to support them. So after our conversation, I watched again and we lost. And I say, you know what? I'm done. From that very moment, I don't watch the games. I'll check my group chat to see if we're up and see if my That's mom horrible. is putting. I know, but I only watched the last That's inning. horrible. Yesterday, I didn't even want to watch in the eighth inning, and we were up seven zip. And I was like, there's still a chance for them to come back. And I just felt that. But it. If that's end, why, if that's great. why the Cavs took the TV away from you and you yeah, like right now, I just, <laughs> I just watch them. I, I literally just do stats. I only you know, look at the stats. I, I can relate to that because the the Red Sox fans, for so long before, before the the curse of the Bambino started the recycle again. It was mm-hmm. not over. It just recycle again. <laughs> They'll get a chance until 2018, and then now that's it. They're not gonna win it again. Mm-hmm. So, the, I remember. Watching those fans with the Red Sox being up five, six runs in the bottom of the eighth or top of the ninth, and they, you could see that they were still sensing that it was coming. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Browns fans when right. they watch the ba- the football game. Right. Oh, That's yeah. one thing I learned. Browns fans are like that, too. They could be up 21, 3, oh, it's coming. No lead is Yeah, right, right. But, no I mean, I, I, I have a very close friend in Atlanta, and he kind of is the same way. Did he's you see the Super Bowl a couple years ago? That's what I'm saying. Did you know what happened? He kind of has that us? same kind of – uh, mentality where you were worried it's gonna, it's gonna come crashing down. It happened in the Super Bowl. It happened with the Bulldogs when they were playing Alabama, and Tua came back after Jalen Hurts left the game and just went completely off. We just can't get too excited. There was I had a disco ball at the party that I was at when we were playing the Patriots, the Falcons, and I'll never forget just the embarrassment. Wait, of wait, we were can we, we can were we back in up Orlando. A second? What about the disco ball? What? Well, well, it was a well, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, we were so excited. It was at my cousin's house. Okay. We're in Atlanta, and she had a disco ball going. <laughs> and it was cool. Lights were blinging, you know, we were all over the place. And I just remember at halftime, one of my cousins, he goes, This isn't looking too good. <laughs> and because we could feel the shifts and the momentum was just not on our side. And whoever caught the ball off of their butt slash foot, I said, We're going to lose. Uh, Edelman. I don't remember anything that has yeah. nothing to do with the Jets or, or <laughs> the Yankees. Drop was a hater. <laughs> All I know is <laughs> it, w- it was a bad time. And to your point, like I've just learned how to stay calm, stay poised. I'm trying to be a little bit more like Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. Like when things that happen that are good, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, we did it. 
But Campy that's Russell says. Good. Campy that's Russell good. says, stay at a six. Okay, that's good. You can that's always so go hard up. to do, though. He says, stay. for you it is. You're always at a Rob nine. At you're a like a nine, nine point five. Like yeah, you're like nine all the time. We need yeah. to get you to come unless, down. Unless you put me under the influence. <laughs> then I go. It's like, it's like a different thing. Your G and I are different. Yeah. When we are under the influence. I like he, he won't stop talking. And, and you, I, and you I shut go, up? I go down, yeah. But it depends w- uh, under the influence of what. Of what, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I'm an angry drunk. I, I'm <laughs> just going to go ahead and tell you right now. I, I am. You talk about falling down the stairs, man. <laughs> I am the life of the party. Yeah. We're like, really? But yeah, I can see everybody. Joji is the only one that will get into a fight with three guys, <laughs> and then I'll find him having a drink with the three guys. That's afterwards. awesome. Good yeah. for you, dude. Yeah. Good for you. No, it's, no, it's not, not good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, not well, good. Oh, well, you know, if you find a it's friend in a brawl, that's always nice. All right, let's <laughs> bring this back to Angel Grey. Angel Grey, you've had like a long season because you went right from, really, you had a long, not, I don't want to say a long summer, but a busy summer. Oh, very long and busy summer. With the NBA. Mm-hmm. Or WNBA, I'm sorry. Yes. Tell us about your summer. I mean, it was everything. Great. It yeah, was so were... awesome. It, honestly, it was probably my best summer of my entire life. Yeah. And it was so interesting that it happened after the worst year of all time with, you know, yeah. dealing with COVID and social injustices right. and all this stuff. And you're like, when is this going to get better? But the fact of the matter is just like, not just working with the WNBA, but working for a team that's back home. And mm-hmm. I didn't get to see my family a lot during COVID. I had to stay here. You know, I, we weren't flying. Mm-hmm. I missed my gra- I couldn't see my grandmother until we got vaccinated. So for that o- opportunity to come about, that was what I was thinking about. Wow, I get to spend time with my family. Yeah. Like, and I didn't get that before. So that paired with um, a, a woman that I played against when she was at UConn and we were, you know, playing collegiately. Yeah. And now she's a part owner of the WNBA team um, and just retired from that team. Um, and now – seeing her vision come to pass and she wants me to be a part of it it's big that was awesome yeah. like to to for someone to say we want a certain culture built here and we want you to be the voice of it that's huge it's you huge. know so yeah. i i took that um to heart and i loved every every minute of it and then too just being able to little things like the tbt and being seen for espn and working even the summer league mm-hmm. and just being able to see the youth and the up-and-coming talent, you know, across all teams and not just with our team. It was cool that I got to cover the Cavs and see Evan Mobley up close and everything. But I just think just overall just being around the game that I love again. Yeah. And we weren't traveling last year. That Mm -hmm. was a huge thing for us. So the fact that I got to see teams, travel with teams, talk to coaches, uh, see different players and and whatnot, I thought that was pretty cool. So as soon as they had the Olympic break was this summer too, I was able to do some things, you know, at TBT, which was pretty fun, you know, because one of their uh, what, players what is actually TBT? TBT is the basketball tournament. So it's players that used to have a name collegiately or, you know, are big time overseas that are coming back to win a million dollar pot. So if you come in second place, you get nothing. But if you win that championship game, you get the million dollars and it's split however you want to split it within wow. that group. It oh, was wow phenomenal like it was so much fun to watch these guys go at it you know and then see them put their like you know placard on the wall and you're just moving up the you know chain to to get to Dayton so that was a lot of fun gave me that March Madness type of feel mm-hmm. um but it was cool too because I had to turn down games for FIBA yeah. you know and I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico and call games but the the idea that I could turn down opportunities like yeah. that because of all the things that were going on yeah I, I, I'm very grateful. Like, I'm very, very me, grateful. You know, I yeah, I should have told you. You're right. You're actually right. <laughs> Do you sense a, like, uh, this summer, I, I sensed, like, almost like a, a sea change with the WNBA. Mm-hmm. It seemed like, and this is going to sound 
maybe sexist, but it Go seemed like NBA players were taking an interest in mm-hmm. the WNBA, and that kind of gave it some, I don't want to say cred, but it, it did. It seemed like every w- every NBA player was saying, was really talking about the WNBA this year, and I thought it gave it a good boost. I think th- the support has always been there from the NBA. Oh, really? It's just the guys that can't play and talk about their mom's basements, you know, that talk about them that everyone focuses on. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, if you're going back all the way to the Comets, you know, and them winning four straight with, you know, Cheryl Swoops, mm-hmm. Tina Thompson, and uh, Cynthia Cooper, that's great basketball. At least, like, those are moments that the game was just beginning. It's a very young league. That's number, That's another but thing. 25 Seven, years, though. 25 years. Yeah. This yeah. is the 25th season. So, too, like, the game was, you know, it's growing exp- exponentially. But I think what did it is one of the guys – who gave it the most cred was Kobe and wearing that orange hoodie on the baseline with Gigi, but he respected the game so much. He was giving back to his own daughter's team. Yeah. And to see that and how everybody else was supporting and showing up. And two, they were a they were a league that was so united in that wobble that they had. Yeah. Everyone else was looking at them and how they handled themselves. And there was not another league that was that united, mm-hmm. that uh together as far as what they're vision with their voice was going to be about creating change and the nba player said that as well chris paul mm-hmm. being one of the presidents the Big president time, yeah. said these women we have to respect what they're doing and is a huge supporter of that yeah and uh, i think and, and also uh, uh, during the tournament i remember uh, it was kind of a big deal the women's tournament how poor their facilities were right. that's <laughs> the women that's the college i yeah. know college right, but right, i'm right. still saying i think that that brought a lot of attention to women's athletics and that like look at how pathetic this is compared to i mean you talk about Spanish radio. Oh yeah, it's 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 unfair what but the guys get compared to what the women got. So I, I think that brought attention to it. I I, I kind of relate to most of the fights that you have, and you know, in terms of equal pay, mm-hmm. for example, in terms of the attention that you get from the networks, even though, and I always have the issue with the fact that even though business-wise it makes sense because you know the NBA makes more money than the women, right? Right. So. But uh, the moment you start accepting those things is when you start allowing yourself mm-hmm. to treat people different or mm-hmm. to do same. But I think what the NBA, WNBA benefited a lot is it finally was available for people to watch. Right, exactly. Right? Because you can talk all you want about how, how great these women are. I follow them because I follow them from mm-hmm. college on up. But, you know, it was never, it was, you were never able to watch them on TV as much as you could watch the NBA, for example. It's just like a, a mentor. Like, you can't be what you can't see. So just understanding, like, you have to be visible. Like, you have to see for yourself why this is a good product. You can't compare it and say, oh, they're not the men. You're definitely right. We're not the men. We have our own style of play. We have our own way and in, 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 in personalities. I think the thing that comes into it now are the different sponsorships. Now women in the new CBA rules who can actually have their own endorsement deals. And and before, it was just a couple of players that were the big names that everything was going towards. Now it's just like everybody can have some type of control over their own brand. Mm-hmm. Now they are being able to be put in positions where they can have multi-million dollar deals and not go overseas. The league is still growing. 25 years is not a long time. Not a lot. For, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the first game. So it's going to have its hiccups. It's going to have its growing pains. But I'll say this, too, just for the commissioner, too, with Kathy Engelbert. Uh, I know her influence even with Adam Silver. And Adam was talking about, you know, him wanting to do some type of uh, 
game within the league, mm -hmm. you know, where they have like a commissioner's cup. That's something that's already been established in the WNBA and was very successful and had a pot for the team that won. You know, I think it was half a million dollars. These are things where you just continue to see the game grow, but you have to look at it as the product that it is and not mm -hmm. try and compare yeah. it to something but else. At the same time, you know, I thought it was crazy when who won it the other last year that they couldn't have the parade because some of the women had to leave to go do their second job or to... <laughs> oh, to go overseas. That's yeah. insane. That is insane. That is insane that yeah. they can actually... I mean, they can actually <coughs> have pay them to actually make a living out of playing basketball for the WNBA. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. year-round. Yeah. Like, it's year-round. Like, you literally get done here, and I have friends that still play um, on both ends, but you literally get done with your WNBA season, and if you don't have one of those unbelievable six-figure contracts you have to make a decision to go overseas and try and make more but again i think also the result is also the nba needs to put a little more effort in making sure that the wmba is successful mm -hmm. in terms of exposing i think they're i think they're really trying i think though. they are i, yeah. so I know too. but i'm saying but now they are yeah. think about what they did even for the finals yeah no there was like a double header yeah you know with you know uh phoenix both teams, they were like, okay, the, even for the Lakers, they were like, we're going to move our game up so they can play their game in the arena, and they shouldn't have to play it at some high school. Mm -hmm. They're in the finals. So NBA teams are like saying, how how can we make this but better? That's what's going to help. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what's going to help them make the money. <coughs> that's what's going to help them bring the fans. That's what mm -hmm. Everything. If, if they want the ball, support. And the pettiness. Like, mm -hmm. it's okay if women curse each other out every now and again. Diana Taurasi, allegedly – Punching a hole through a door and, you know, Chicago having that door at their parade, you know, I think that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I think that's awesome. I think one of my favorite things, too, we talk about, you know, how Charles Barkley and Shaq are on the set. That's entertainment. And seeing how, you know, uh, Shaq can go at Candace Parker and she goes right back at him. That's entertainment. That's what people want to see. We want to see the beef, you know, through the Twitter accounts and stuff like that. Allow them to have personality and not just keep this in the, this refined box of be like a lady. No, let them ball. Let them have personality. Yeah. Let them be competitive and grimy and scrap it out, too. It, like, I think that's what the league needs. Is that why you were like a museum going lady? lady? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you got to keep a balance. <laughs> you got you to have balance. <laughs> Can I say something real quick about that? <clears throat> Off the WNBA for one second. Yeah, I don't like the Shaq and and Barkley beef on that show. Really, I you don't, don't like, like the it show? at all. No, I love this show. It's real. Though. I, I don't think it's fake. It. I don't care if it's fake or real. I don't like it. Why not? I'll tell you why. Because Charles is that show. The other guys are great. Kenny's great. Uh, Ernie's great. But Charles is really the heavy hitter. He's the guy. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to see Charles checked down by Shaq, who's a ball stopper on that show, a total ball stopper, checking uh, Charles Barkley all the time. Mm -hmm. Charles Barkley makes a good point. Hey, man, how many rings you win? All right. Okay, here we are. All right, I didn't win any rings. I mean, it, if you're going to check him every single <laughs> time he tries to make a point on <laughs> how many see? rings he didn't win. <laughs> and that's Raquel? why it's even funnier it when he gets up and he falls over a cord and lands into a tree. What, do you see like, what that's Charles? Why it's, that it's, the, it's the best. It might be the best show on TV. Period. Yeah. Like, do you see what Charles posted it's today? Great. What he tweeted today? No. It was a picture of Zion Williamson, <laughs> and he said, he, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it looks he like, like you Jack, had a baby. Jack and I had a baby." <laughs> 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 So I yeah, that's the only beef I have about uh, about the TNT. That was the only. That is the only time when I liked Shaq. 
I, I can't stand that. I want. I, I, it makes me so. Look it, at him. He's about to go crazy. I'm about to Hulk out, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't like it. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Charles get checked down by Shaq at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you live tweet him, they they might put it in the show. It's happened to me a couple times. Yeah, they might. Say, just stop it with that. <laughs> hey, before we before we move on, I have to. One thing I have to talk about because last time we talked about fashion, and I saw two women tonight with bell bottoms on. <laughs> I saw a thousand. Bell bottoms. I saw a hundred thousand. I saw twenty thousand of them during the Harry Styles concert. Bell bottoms. Oh, yeah. now that so was it's coming wild. back. So okay, so it's they coming. look fine though. That's what I'm saying. Bell like bottoms are coming back. high. Bell bottoms are the best piece of clothing that they could have ever invented for for women. What? Better than miniskirt. <laughs> says says Rafa. Yeah. Okay. My wife looks awesome. On, oh, on well, she's waist, just drop dead gorgeous anyway. Bell bottom. She is. She's Beautiful. just like a but, model. But, Bell, but I'm saying it's coming back. So for who? Not for women, I think. But also, didn't a draft pick wear bell bell bottoms in New York this past year? I think so. It wasn't. Yeah, but that's not a women's green. item. I'm not saying it's a women. I'm saying a, I'm saying a, 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 a man's draft pick. And some I'm saying Robert an, an NBA draft pick wore yeah, Just because you never saw bottoms. the Beatles wearing bell bottoms doesn't mean they're The Beatles did wear bell bottoms. We'll, be, we'll talk about the Beatles in the next segment, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, Dude, we're, we're, we'll get to we're, that. We're, where are we going? Are you saying you would like a pair no. of bell bottoms? No. What I'm, size I'm you? saying <laughs> I'm saying that we're one step away from big pants coming back, which is my fantasy, as you know. Oh, really? I want the big suits to come back. Oh, no. We're not. Yes. We're not. No. Yes, Harvey. we are doing LeBron. Steve Harvey not is LeBron back. Draft. The no, no. Kevin Garnett draft. No, nope, we're not no, doing it. It's coming back, no. and I want to be no. the one but to you, help you, bring you it back. You're mixing it all up now. What are you talking you about? How do you go do from bell bottom, bottom pants? Because I'm saying fashion trends are changing now, and I, you know, if so I if I wear a, bell bottoms now, then I'll be jumping that wasn't on the train. A fashion, if I wear bell bottoms to a game, I guarantee you, I will go viral for all the wrong reasons. Because you look cool. Bell bottoms were a fashion trend. Those suits so, were just a trend of people with no taste and no fashion. Sure, I know. And using too much material. They weren't cost like, efficient. Ah, like, like, what are I we know, doing? But they look cool, man. I, I, like, I just watched the Kings of Comedy. Think about it. When you like, they look, those are cool-looking suits, man. Think about Kings it. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms well, are I the know, few. Uh, bell bottoms is one of the few items that you can go back and look at videos, and they still look cool. I, you see. go back and look at draft videos, and you always wonder, like, how the hell? Like Tiger Woods playing golf with this shirt that was three sizes bigger than him. Yeah. You don't like it? No. It is something about a bell bottom where you're like, you know what? I could yeah. get it. But bell bottoms are, are loose at the bottom, CN, not at like top. CNN <laughs> no players wearing like little. Bell it's bottoms a, are tight yeah. and it's then they just setter. open up in the bottom. You Okay. Yeah, Joji, like either way, Joji walks in the room right now, bell bottoms. What's your thought? Uh, I would just. I would, like, just, I would call him Mr. Brady. Like from the Brady Bunch. I'd be like, Mod Squad. Greg Brady. No way. I, I'm telling you, I'm bringing the big pants back, and no one can stop me. I will, I will wear bell bottoms. I, I'm not talking about you. You guys wear your bell bottoms. I'm coming back with my big pants and my big suits. Oh, wow. Can. That All doesn't right. look good on you, man. You would look so much better in a tailor fit, slim fit we're gonna suit. Get you, yeah, we're going nah. to get you some With a nice tie, with a nice shirt, with a tight collar. I see a, a European swag. Yeah, yeah, man. You don't have the body for the big, big suit. Okay. Big suit, baby. I'm going to bring it back. Or wear it and see what the reviews are. Okay. See what the feedback How is. How much do you pay me if I wear bell bottoms to a game one of these days? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm not going to pay you for wearing <laughs> bell bottoms, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but I'd love to see it. But you'll enjoy it? But I'd love to see it. It'll be it'll be the same wear, uh, same day I wear my big suit. I wish we had a Halloween game. That would be the perfect would time be. to wear the bell bottoms. Just test the waters, but yeah. that's long Be gone. courageous. Do it. 
Wear your bell bottoms. Wear your big rubber plant bell bottoms, man. <laughs> and wear your like big platform. Yeah, uh, well, he's been those. doing his workout. Did you used to have those big platform shoes? I used shoes, to have man? those. Yeah. yeah. All I the, wore those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was a cool kid. All right, we're veering off course. <laughs> let's 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 take a break, and we'll come back. We'll take a look at the road trip coming up, Toronto and New York. Toronto. Uh, it's a big one. It's a big one. Uh, we'll be right back on Wine and Gold Radio with segment three. Sing it, Angel. Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, this is Dylan Wendler, and you're listening to Wine and Gold Radio, Cleveland, Ohio, America. There's more of this. Oh, my. Come on, man. After this, on Wine and Gold Radio. Bring the family to Cavaliers basketball with the Family Fun Pack presented by Molina Healthcare. Garland out front. Long three. Good. Gave it off to Sexton. Down the floor to Okoro. Pow with two hands. The difference maker. Get four tickets and four fan meals starting at just $21 per ticket. Get your Family Fun Pack today at Cavs.com slash offers. Four tickets and four fan meals starting at just $21 per ticket. Let's go Cavs. Down, this was a, a dream come true, and I just want to thank everybody for giving me a chance to be a part of it as a player, uh, even as an announcer, and then as a great, great bass player. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Of course, I'm not laughing. Of course, it's <laughs> only song I know. Few, <laughs> you practicing it for two years, <laughs> right? Right. It sounded like it though. It sounded, you did well. Yeah, it sounded you. great. Thank you. Now back to Wine and Gold Radio. Hello. Hey everybody, welcome back to the final segment of Wine and Gold Radio with Rafa Hernandez Brito That's more. and Angel Gray. Sorry, I, I, I can't, I don't have like a fancy pronunciation for Angel Gray. Go ahead, you do. Angelica Gris. Very good. See, that sounds, sounds so much like That's like a stage name, you know. Okay, so the Maybe cat. that can be my, uh, I don't want to say alter ego, but what's the Could other be. word for it? Alias. Your, your nom de guar. My, my alias. I'm going to start your putting Your AKA. That. Yeah, whatever. Mm. I don't know. What was the other one you said? Nom de Gua. Yeah. That's cool, too. I don't know what that means. It's French for, like, Ben name. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of French, you guys go to Toronto trying to l- extend the win streak to uh, three games. Yeah, but Ontario doesn't speak French. They don't speak French there? It's Quebec that speaks French. They don't speak French. In Montreal. Oh, well. That's, that's how <laughs> I little really I know, know about Canada, and I I could not sing okay. I have a question for you before I go to Canada. Okay. How many, how many rebounds... How many rebounds and points do Allen and Mobley have to get in Canada to get a double double? <laughs> Would you stop with the con- <laughs> stop with the conversion rate? It's because you know I can't stand you. I'm over <laughs> you, and I'm, I'm like, I literally was doing the math like Angel actually <laughs> thought it was a, a real question. <laughs> like carry the one, divide the two. <laughs> so you so AC does wants to make sure. AC doesn't want. Damn, I'm not leaving the hotel for three days. <laughs> he is not I ain't going leaving because <laughs> I will not get stuck in Canada. <laughs> the, good, the good thing is that we we leave Friday, Thursday, tomorrow, Thursday, yep. and then we play Friday and and return to the U.S. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we need a test, a negative test to enter Canada, Just and we need a negative test. To Ooh. enter the U.S. again, Ooh. but you ne- it, 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 it's good for seventy-two hours. So the test we take before we get on the plane is the one that works coming back. 
Okay. But still, AC is like, I'm wearing three masks and I'm not go I'm not leaving my room. <laughs> Don't call me for nothing. I heard I AC. Love I heard AC singing on the road again. Oh, it's he's doing AC like a candle in the wind. AC sings every morning. I love it. It's so Billy great. Joel. <laughs> because you have to be a big shot. This <laughs> and he does the fingers. <laughs> he I does was, the fingers. He does yeah. the fingers, but it's cool though because like we were on the plane and obviously you pick a movie and I'm sitting that next to Mitch now. And I like black and white movies. <laughs> so I was watching Casablanca. Oh nice. And I, I just see this arm come across the, the my chair and he's like, That's a great one. That's a bad <laughs> dude. And I'm like, What is going on? And so he's like hovering over me, telling me scene by scene what's happening, but you know, I mean, AC is one of a kind. People ask me why I type such in such small, little, itty bitty type, mm -hmm. and part of the reason is because of AC. Because I used to sit <laughs> next to him on the plane, and I'd be writing the game story, and he'd be looking over while I'm writing the game story, and he'd be like, "Colin Sexton had 19 points," and he'd be reading it out loud, while I'm, and I'd be like, oh "AC, you gotta, you gotta stop, AC. I love you." Oh gosh, he's he is the best. He's I love AC. Yeah, you do write in really he's small letters. He's the salt of he, the earth. He is. He's the best. I, yeah. I love AC. So anyway, so uh, big road trip coming up. Uh, yes. Can they keep it rolling? From what we've seen so far, man, especially on the road, I don't right. see. I don't see why not. I right. mean, the game in Memphis, we lost it because we just had a bad moment over there in the mm -hmm. what's in the second quarter or in the fourth quarter. It was fourth quarter. Yep. Fourth quarter. Yep. Which just like Couldn't we lost close. it. You right. know, right. first game of the season, we putting things together, we testing them, we test driving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you know, in 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 LA, we're playing against four Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. LeBron James has been in the league longer than our five starters that night, mm -hmm. right? And then Phoenix, you know, third night, third game in Caught four nights. It, it it is what it is what it is Absolutely. in this league. So, I, well, from what I've seen, we have competed, and that's one of the things that you know JB talks about his core values, detail. That's why we have lost some of the games. That's why the game tonight right. was close. Mm -hmm. You know, the the, the detail in the in, in the in the mistakes we make. You know, yeah, toughness. We we've been tough. Yeah. Right. Uh, together. I mean, how much together do you want these guys to be when yeah. we talk about a team that is just a, a one team and not. Kind of like when you talk about the bronze zoo with the Yankees, that they were a 25-taxi team. You know, that's what they call it when the team is not together. It's mm -hmm. like 25 taxis after mm. the game. Everybody yeah, yeah, goes yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> this is a one-bus one yeah. yeah. team, right? Yeah. So I don't see why not. I mean, it, 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 they're difficult games. You I'm going to go back to the word confidence. I think now they think they can roll with these teams, especially after out west. Do they? If you can roll with those teams, you can easily roll with these teams. And think about it. Garland and Sexton already have tasted the, the stage lights of Madison Square Garden. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. but Colin has his best games there. Yeah, yeah but like Mobley is going to be playing at Madison Square Garden. You know, Allen is from New York, basically, because he started his career there. So he actually mm -hmm. used to go watch games at Madison Square Garden. So mm -hmm. I, I, it's a test. Yeah, it it, it isn't simple. Toronto is a good team. Toronto is playing well. And here's my thing: the details of everything right now. Yes, we have to fine tune some things, but you're still finding ways to win. Mm -hmm. I think the rest of the league, there's but so many games where you can say they shocked us. We were surprised by how they were going to play. They're showing teams what yeah. they are and how mm -hmm. they're going to play. So if you allow the Cavs to come in and just say we weren't prepared for it or they're a runover team, that's their fault. Because mm -hmm. right now the Cavs are just, and you like heard you said, the confidence. And you heard this here first. Pretty soon we're going to be getting one of those emails from the league that the Cavs are going to be – the Cavs game is going to be televised right. nationally. Because it's a fun mm -hmm. game. It's yeah. a fun team mm -hmm. to watch. Yep. I don't care what you tell me. Right. This is the type of players that you want to get to know now. Mm -hmm. You want to see what they're doing. 
And, 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 you know, right now we're not scheduled to be on national TV at all this mm-hmm. whole season. Yeah. No, the, 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 the demand's going to grow. Fans out there are going to want to see these guys play. Yeah. But it's up to them to sustain it because yep. let's be they very have to clear. Keep going. Yeah. Last year they had a great start, 3-0. True. Yeah. And there were some things where it was out of their control with uh, injuries and a lot of moving pieces. But you can't just be happy with this success. You have to understand the end goal. And what they went through last year, I think that they needed that at that time. Yeah. Because you've got to keep going. You know what the big difference I feel, though? That this is the group that I feel is here for a while. Mm-hmm. As opposed mm-hmm. to. And, right. they know, and they know that. And they, they as know opposed that. to before, it was kind of like, who's going to be moving? It's like yep. This is the team that, that I think we're going to have here. We b- literally have set the foundation. Mm-hmm. And they, they know it. And mm-hmm. that's why they're playing like this. Yeah. Do you have big plans in New York? I'm going to. You're boring now. No, no, no. I'm going to have dinner with uh, with Lily's <laughs> son and his and okay. his and his girlfriend. That's boring. I meet his girlfriend, and then uh, I'm having pizza at three in the morning somewhere. Oh, pizza. oh New yes. York pizza. Oh. And I'm yes. walking. I would. I love the fact that I when I go to New York, I walk out of the hotel and I feel at home. Let's go. Because I'm walking. Angel. Love the city. I love the energy of New York. Angel, love did it. you know Rafa and I lived in New York at the same time? Nope. About about. 10 blocks away <laughs> from each other I did and not. didn't know each other which That's is awesome and we probably got to a fight somewhere and right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the real tragedy of that is because that that's when that he was, was jolly, jolly that was rafa. jolly rafa that's back when he how much did you weigh back then oh. 300 pounds 300 oh, wow. pounds that's back when he was jolly that's rafa. not why i was jolly <laughs> yeah he was uh, uh, so he was living <laughs> life i was and experimenting I was, jolly and he was experimenting <laughs> jo- and, and i was also experimenting well i was probably yeah the experiment already come in, but either way, we could have had so much fun yeah. in, back in New York, man. man we we should, really we could have been kings of New York. And now you're now you're celery, Rafa. Now you're healthy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's healthy <laughs> and he's he doesn't drink. He doesn't yeah. smoke. But I like I always give you two nights: my birthday yeah, and then true. another night that it's you can pick for the year that I can. We gotta have one party. night where we're like, all right, this we get you got to do a birthday celebration with Rafa okay, because right. they're they're it's they're a, good. It's an old day thing. They're epic. Stay away from me on that night. I were you. An old day thing. Yeah. But uh, there was one time when we had to get on a plane the next day. Oof. Oh, I've been we there. Both, I've been we there. both almost didn't make it. In. Ooh, that was a rough one. Yeah. I, I had one of those days. <laughs> My first year was bad. That was a rough one. So anyway, so before that, we go to Canada. Yes. And you say yes. that you are going to. Well, I am requesting permission. <laughs> Oh boy! To sing that, I would like to sing it here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Well, let us. Now hear I'm the going rendition. with like I'll do it at the at the concrete, concrete state, state stadium. You know? Well, give us a little sample. <laughs> concrete oh, state stadium. Oh, Jeez, you came in hot. Give us. Uh, hang, 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 hang on, hang on, Stop, stop, stop. We got to give you. A, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What? What? Is that again? Well, we, again? You yeah, know what to do. Pray through along. In all of us command, with glowing hearts, we see the light, our true north strong and free. From far and wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land, glorious and free. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, Canada, oh, we stand on guard for thee. <laughs> you know what? That's not bad. Come on. That's not bad. 
Usually when I practice, that was it. nice. But I, I, you know how you I should I hear it with Jones doing bass. Yeah, oh, that sounds good. Oh, I John wow. Michael on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is turning into a whole band. <laughs> I want to do that, but they. Have you ever seen Jones? Jones played the national anthem. I didn't know that. On bass, was yeah. it a playoff game? <laughs> but know. I'm I'm occasionally his uh, neighbor on the road, yeah, so I, know, I right? can hear, <laughs> you know, him practice. Yeah. Oh, you really? Does that. he still bring? He still brings his bass. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Order, orders the room service, gets the bass going. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be walking down, like, the hallway, and Ralph will be like, whoop, that's Jones' door. Yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. just know with the room service. So we just understand. Who uh, it. How do you do that? Man. Yeah, it's hilarious. Great win tonight. Wait, and before we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We've been meaning to ask this to all our guests. I'm not singing O Canada. No. Do okay. you? Are, are you a movie uh, <laughs> he keeps, person? He's, he keeps trying this. He wants to get you to do a movie line. Are you are you a movie person? Do you repeat lines from oh movies? God. Like I'm the worst. My memory is the worst. All I remember is like loving basketball stuff or something. Come weird. on, but you because I wonder. What's your favorite movie, Angel? What what movie Ooh. have you watched the most? Um, <laughs> that's a tough one because I love. What movie have you what what movie have you watched more than once? I watched a Titanic. I watched that probably like three <laughs> times in a week. Do you see the cat? Do you see the costume video I sent you last night? Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And by I the way, see that three times. And in the by theater. the way, there was room for the two of them on that freaking. Door. It was. They could have. Or at least off. they could have taken turns <laughs> on the on the, on the yeah. door. Yeah, yeah. I know that, that was selfish. Yeah. She was oh, laid out. She. That I think privilege. <laughs> Come on, first class privilege. And then she says, and then she goes, "I'll never let go, Jack." And she and while ripped, she's letting go, ripped his hand right off the. Well, in. Uh, figuratively. What other movie? Titanic. That's it's not. Uh, a, it's not I a, like um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Very good. Watch it. With Audrey Hepburn. You never watched that? Never watched that. No. With Audrey Hepburn, yep. I love uh, Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. One of the greatest movies he's ever it. been in. It's you, really, really you good. Where is it actually? It's South America where it's um, filmed. Is that the one where he, the, uh, crazy. the girl's kid, crazy. Is yeah, kidnapped, kidnapped, the little girl's yep. kidnapped? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good. That's really it, good. It, it, okay, Denzel, everything what he does What other great. movie have you watched many times? Many times? Ooh. Uh, Brown Sugar. I love that. I listened to that song many times. <laughs> Didn't they ban that song? No. Who sings that? Is that that blues cover band that plays that? Yeah, they. There's a Is song it? by the Stones that it's they. There are, there's one song by the Stones that they're not playing anymore. You can't play it. Yeah, you can't. Those lyrics are bad. Some, some lyrics are like really bad. Bad. So. But Typical of movies? the Stones. Oh come. Uh, Love Jones. I'm. I'm like. I, I know. But like you got to tell us a movie that we know. We know at least a few lines from it. Oh, okay. Let's see here. Think about all the movies in the world. Like, I don't know. Like, right, you're a, putting me big, on the spot. Yeah, it's a big thing. What's, what's movie that you... Look at you. You're so frustrated. Uh, what is, <laughs> what? What, give me a genre. Any movie. Any movie. Fast Times of Richmond High. These, are, these me? are like dude movies you never from the that? 80s, man. Scarface. I, I, Godfather. I've, I've seen Scarface. Godfather. Yeah. Yes. And you don't it's remember just, a line? Dude, like, this like segment bang, bang, is like striking out. Oh, no. Tombstone. One of my favorite movies of Is all that time. the one with Angelina Jolie or the other girl? Tombstone? Dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That's you Kurt serious? Russell. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cowboy movie, man. It's a cowboy. Kurt Russell. Tombstone that's, is that, He's the dirty dancing guy. No, that's the other guy. Oh, What's my his name? God. He's all he's over there. Patrick Swayze. Patrick yeah. Swayze. That's the same thing, though. Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze. The only thing good about Kurt Russell. I'll be your Huckleberry? The you only don't thing, know that? No. The only thing good about Kurt Russell, he's married to Goldie Hawn. I don't know who that is. You're just terrible. You don't know who Goldie Hawn is? <laughs> what is that? Is that a person? Is it a dog? You don't know who Goldie <laughs> I'm sure you know her daughter. <laughs> who is she? Audrey Hepburn? <laughs> no, what's her daughter's name? 
Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Oh, yeah, okay. I know Kate. All right. Now we're coming her back down. Her mother is 10 times hotter than her. Oh, my oh, God. All right. <laughs> How about Dirty Harry? You never saw a Dirty Harry movie? Mm. Angel, She's not going to watch those movies. Those are old. That's a waste those of time. Those are old dude movies, man. Mm. Those are date mo- movies. No, that, I'm like the proposal. You know, I'm in that. I watch that. Okay, that's a good yeah. one. You know? How about, how about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? You ever Ooh, seen that one? Oh, my God. You have to watch that movie if you never watched it before I've in your life. I've never seen it. So you see that one just because John Michael is very flummoxed <laughs> by the end of it. <laughs> what? When John Michael watches that movie, he... He, he actually it, thought... It, it, it flummoxes him. He, he got the wrong he idea. A, John Michael thought, likes a happy ending at the end he of it. He thought okay. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest had a happy ending. But you have to watch it. It's a great movie. It's a, it's a classic. It, it, it's... You know what was very disturbing, but I actually was really intrigued by it. Two two movies. Human Centipede or Oh boy. No. The Joker. <laughs> I love that one. And uh Black Swan. I never saw Black Swan. I, like I saw girl, both and I, I like both. Uh, yeah, it just makes you think you're like, Whoa, what just happened? What's going on? But mm-hmm. well, very intriguing. One great flew over the cuckoo's nest is great because well, send you'll me a be, list. You'll be laughing at one point mm-hmm. and then another another moment you're like, Oh my god <laughs> Did you see Joker? Yes, when I—that's one of those movies when when you watched it, you said that guy's winning the Academy Award. Oh, I refuse, he was no so doubt about it. I refused to it, watch it at the beginning win. because I hate all the Batman Robin. Oh Marvel no, this stuff. was crazy. It was and a really I thought, Batman. I Robin know, though. but I thought he had thought, uh, the only thing that had to do with them. It was just you know Bruce Wayne was his dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I thought it was intriguing. Yeah, I was disturbed. Like there was a point in the movie where I was like, oh. But wasn't that Batman, the guy that was the mayor, that was supposed to be his father? Was that was Batman's father? That was yeah. Batman's father. And right? the little kid he talked so to the Joker was, was Batman. Yeah, the Joker was his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a different way to look at things, right? Yeah, I guess. I so. thought he was phenomenal. Who? Main character for it. Oh no no Walking no! Yeah, Phoenix? but I'm yes. saying I haven't. And him in Gladiator. Like, he, he's just one of the most amazing actors, period, yes. hands down. He's in you know why I like him? Because I think he's a weird he's guy in real he's life. He's strange. Yeah, I think and that's And I love I, it. Yeah. Who, his wife? They're both strange. Uh, God knows what's going on. I is he girlfriend? I, I don't know. I don't know who his girlfriend is. Look it up. They're okay. both. But he was in Gladiator? Yes. He was He was the guy that, went, you know, Oh, the shorty one. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks different, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the short guy? Wow. Totally different person. Caesar. Yeah. Hey. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Look at that. that yeah, I know. Which this segment is striking out. I thought it was gonna be people coming in with lines every night. I'm telling you, I just don't. It, it's too much pressure on people. I said I'll be your Huckleberry. You know. Yeah, she gave a line. That's that tombstone. You just, you just don't like it. Tombstone <laughs> is a classic. Yeah, you'd like tombstone. If you like cowboy movies, you like it's, tombstone. It's a like it's a classic. You don't like cowboy movies. No. You don't like cowboy. It's not a cowboy movie. It's more like but a gunfight. The guy was Russell like, "You're drunk." He said, "I got two guns, one for the both of you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Finally. Oh, there you go. See, it just took a That's little. What we wanted. We, it just took a little work. That's all. See, now we're, now we're rolling. Now Angel did it. <laughs> so let's let's end that's it. it. Let's right wrap now. it up. Okay. We got to say our thank yous. First, thank you I got to say is to the PR staff over at CCC because they're the best. Yes, they are. BJ Evans who runs it with an iron fist, man. Yes. And I love it. <laughs> the Thin White Duke, Jeff Schaefer, Flacco. Sheryl right? uh, Mowens, who he's like DMAC is with our radio station. Sheryl Mowens is actually the brains oh, of the operation. Oh, don't do that to him, man. He's the best. I love he Sheryl. Is. He Sheryl is, is the so yeah, awesome. he's the best. He the really best. Is. He's the best. It really, he is. And then, you know, Sling and Sammy, the young guy, the young gun. Good job. We have to say thank you to Boo 
Who oh, boo. you said you said the Oracle is that from the Matrix? From the Matrix. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get your reference yeah. last time, but that's a good one because yeah. Boo is like the Oracle. The Oracle. Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, sure. You've seen the Matrix. I've seen the Matrix. I okay. like the Matrix. See, we're all in agreement I on like that the one. Matrix, okay, yeah. very good. Uh, Casey Coolis. Do you know Casey Coolis? I don't. He's got such cool hair. He really does. Oh, He's I'm got a cool look for it. Yeah, look for it. And then uh, Lucy Veris. Do you know Lucy? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Lucy. Who Lucy left us, man. No, she, she... She went out to care of the community. She left her traveling squad. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. not traveling, but still, she's a very important part of the company. Joe Fritchin, who we love Joe Fritchin, don't we? Uh, Robert J. Hagman. Peter Berman. And then, of course, we have to thank, the really, the, the guy that makes the it all glue. go. The glue. The glue guy. The glue guy, D-Mac. He's the oh, guy that keeps... Wow. See? That right? That is intriguing. Stop it. <laughs> Wasn't He's the guy going there. <laughs> <laughs> This thing wouldn't move without him, I'm telling you. Oh, God. And then, of course, we have to thank the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and Marty Allen. You know either of those guys? I need a list. I need a staff director. They're awesome. <laughs> Dirty Kurt and Marty Allen. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Let's go, Big Daddy. Stop tips with the hood. We will see you guys next week. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac. Wherever you are. Yeah! You gotta be kidding me! Life is about do-overs! Don't look at it, but it should count! One twenty apiece! You have to be kidding me! You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. Snyder sideline left, Snyder on the dribble drive, to the hoop, put it up, score! Snyder scores with four seconds to go! Cleveland. <laughs> Whoa. America. Oh my goodness. You better buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> that was delicious. <laughs>